it's hard to quit smoking, mostly because of the excuse that they give you to go be alone by yourself somewhere for a little while. Over here, gentlemen. I I'm Joe Stracci, and I better start writing this down. Episode 12. Carry that awareness. Carry that awareness. Carry that awareness. Carry that awareness. Carry that awareness with you. Summer vacation writing assignments were always prompted with how I spent my summer vacation. So here's mine. I'm having dreams that when I wake up, I no longer remember. My wife asks me about them in the morning. She has to fill me in. I woke up screaming after grunting and tossing in my sleep. I don't remember why. Day after day, I've got the trombone fill from the Neutral Milk Hotel song. King of Carrot Flowers, part two and three, in my head on a loop. It's the one that comes around the one minute and 17 second mark, when part two changes over to part three. It's a song on an album that I listen to when I can't sleep sometimes. I might even go listen to it after I record this. Even though I know that it will only keep me awake longer and sadder. It has an energy and at the same time a melancholy that when combined with its rough sound textures and poetic lyrics make me feel the most like myself. My elder daughter, Luna, the one that can talk, keeps bringing up my dead mother's dead dog. Out of nowhere, she'll start in about Lola's purple collar and walking her up our hill. Keep in mind, Lola lived with us for a month after my mother's accident, before we had to put her down. Lola, not my mother. And if I'm being honest, we took those little walks only a handful of times. But Luna keeps at it for a couple of days. It's an emotional spike strip. The first time it happened, it tripped me up so bad that I didn't emerge from the ensuing funk. For two days, 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 for two days.
And now I'm constipated and bloated and just working hard at being a committed father and a committed husband and all the while staving off feeling like a failure and a fraud. I keep wondering if maybe this will be the event that I will point to at some later moment in time as the turning point. The moment when everything started to slide downhill, I keep thinking in that scenario that my mother's death was the trigger, the wave crashing, but what if I haven't even seen the crest yet? What if the wave is still breaking? What if the wave is still breaking? The wave is still breaking. The wave is still breaking. Now I'm reading like a fiend, but not writing nearly as much as I'd like to. And then it flips. And I'm hardly reading at all, only typing. I started working on a new short story though. In the interview about it that I keep giving in my head, I describe it as an atheist trying to make sense of the spirituality that his mother's death hath forced upon him. But then I admit to myself that I want to believe in an afterlife, not for her, but for what it can do to help me, here, now. There's no way not to feel guilty in all of this. Every good moment is followed by a moment in which I think, your dead mother won't be able to see this or hear about it after. And then I feel doubly guilty for allowing what happened to her to color all of the good things in my life. Black, 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 This summer was supposed to be the summer when we began to trust my mother to take our daughter to the park. She was supposed to come up and do things with Luna, and I would go out and write, if I'm being really positive, continue editing the great American novel. Instead, it's been a summer filled and ruled by to-do lists. The on-the-nose quality of the gesture is mortifying. I subsist on the sense of just making it through one day to make it through the next and the next and the next until the weekend and then after a short respite beginning again. I get anxious and snippy when I can't cross out everything on the list. From time to time my wife has to sit me down and point out that it's okay that sometimes we don't get everything done that we need to. That sometimes we don't get anything done. 
and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. 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 And it reminds me of the night that my mother died when I couldn't bring myself to take off the vest or pullover hat that I was wearing. Looking back now, I realize it was just me waiting to maybe have to run out again. This time, I would get the call from the man on the phone who described himself as a good Samaritan. And I'd go and not turn around and go back because I thought I'd forgotten my cell phone. And rather than just accompanying her to die in the hospital a few hours later, I would save her. I wish that I could tell this to you, but I can't. Carry that awareness with you. Carry that awareness with you. Carry, 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 carry. I tell my wife a story while watching a baseball game. I tell her about how, when I was a kid, one of my sports daydreams involved me as a pitcher in the major leagues. Specifically, I like to imagine giving up a drive deep into the outfield with two outs, and the outfielder making a spectacular catch, a best of the year highlight reel catch. And as the television network the game was being broadcasted on prepared to go to commercial, now that the inning was over, the camera caught me, the pitcher, pointing to his outfielder, maybe even double pointing, and then cut to me waiting by the foul line for him to jog in from the outfield, just so I could give him a smack on the butt and a gloved high five, just to make sure he understood how grateful I was for his sensational catch that had taken away what was sure to be a double, maybe even a triple. Boy, would I be fired up. And I would imagine that when they came back from commercial, looking to fill the time before the inning actually began, the announcers would talk about the video of my solemn yet boisterous yet totally sincere acknowledgement of my teammate and about what that act indicated about me as a ball player and even as a man and as a person that I didn't value the individual over the collective even in a game of strictly one-on-one -on -one confrontation like baseball and that even though the camera was mostly trained on me the star pitcher I went out of my way to make sure that the people in the field behind me felt that I felt that they were indispensable to my success, and that maybe you can even excuse my other flare-ups of excitement during a game. Different daydreams, of course. When maybe what I did could be misconstrued as showing up the other team, because I just love competing, and loved to win, and loved my teammates and they would definitely, at some point, the announcers, that is, use the phrase, that's just the kind of ball player he is. That's just the kind of ball player he is. That's just the kind of ball player he is. That's just the kind of ball player he is. That's just the kind of ball player he is.
wish that I could tell this to you, but I can't. I can see it. I can replay it. I'm meditating now to try and keep the wolves at bay. Some days, most days, I feel like I'm doing the meditation all wrong. I'm asked by the man who leads the meditation to consider why it is that I'm meditating and that it isn't enough to just think about how it will benefit me, but the other people around me as well. I come up with this. I'm doing this so that I can gain clarity and patience and peace of mind so that I can be a better father, a better husband, and a better person. It becomes a mantra of sorts. My language, not his. And I find myself repeating it to myself a lot, even when I'm not meditating. My wife gives me an end date on when the cigarettes that I've been smoking since my mother died will no longer be tolerated. It's hard to quit smoking, mostly because of the excuse that they give you to go be alone by yourself somewhere for a little while. That's just the kind of small players that I wish that I could carry that awareness I have a dream about you. In it, we are going to a 9-11 memorial outside of the public school that you worked in. Or maybe it's some kind of honors night. I don't remember now. But I remember that I didn't know in the dream either. I say, why are we here again? I'm walking ahead of you though. The entire school is outside, chanting, Stay, 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 stay. And I hear one of the parents say, Don't worry, don't worry, you can stay. I would think at least 35 of us would hang around. The guy in the dream who says that is the guy who used to clean the ice at the ice hutch where you spent countless hours for hockey games and practices. He was the kind of guy you would have said that you knew just because you saw him a lot, even though, to my mind, you didn't really know him. Anyway, that guy says, You guys can light some pine cones on fire. And I think he means for the 9-11 memorial. And I say, Yeah, that's a great idea. Give them slow, moldering books of matches. And you rush ahead of me in that excitable way that you would walk that kind of embarrassed me. And you say to a co-worker, Did you hear what my son said? He said, Yeah, that's a great idea. Give them slow, moldering books of matches. Imitating me, in that similarly proud, excitable way that I was always embarrassed by. 
and then you walked away and then you walked away and then you walked away and then and then and then And then I woke up. Marlo, the granddaughter that you will never meet, was crying. And at first, I was focused on the words, slow moldering, because I realized that what I actually meant was smolder. But then it hit me that you were in the dream and that it was only the second time since you died that I dreamed about you. And I thought to myself sadly, still half asleep. Aw, hi mom. Molder. Verb. Slowly decay or disintegrate, especially because of neglect. Summer vacation writing assignments were always supposed to end with something like, It was a fun summer, one that I will never forget. But I'm excited to start the sixth grade and for all of the challenges that lie ahead. The man that leads the meditation at the end of one of the sessions uses a phrase that I like very much. Carry that awareness, carry that awareness, carry this awareness, carry this awareness. And that's just the kind of all players with. I wish that I could tell this to you. But I can't carry that awareness with you. Carry, 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 carry. That seems to be all of it right there. So that's what I'll do. I'll carry it with me. Because I'm here. I'm not running. I'm not going anywhere. Not yet. For more information about I Better Start Writing This Down, visit ibetterstart.net. If you want to support my show, there are three things you can do. One, one. Pledge a dollar or two at patreon.com forward slash I better start. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash I better start. Once you've done that, and thank you so much for supporting me, you can two. rate the show in iTunes. If you already have, convince a friend to. Reading the show in iTunes moves us onto an up list and in front of new eyeballs and hopefully into new years. After that, you can three, three, spark some chatter about the show on social media, share our Facebook posts, tag a friend in the comments on our Instagram posts, retweet our tweets. I know it's stupid. Hashtag. Hashtags are stupid, but it helps to attract new listeners to the show. I Better Start Writing This Down is sponsored by Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash I Better Start, you can get a free audiobook download 
and a 30-day free trial and help to support the show all at the same time. That's not nothing, you know. Audible has over 150,000 titles to choose from. One title that I think IBSWTD listeners would enjoy is Book of Numbers by Joshua Cohen. Book of Numbers was one of my bigger reading projects this summer. It's by no means a flawless novel, but the writing is like holding a downed power line. To download Book of Numbers for free, go to audibletrial.com forward slash I better start. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash I better start to help support the show. And in return, receive a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. I better start writing this down as an assiduous social media presence. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, we're everywhere. All you need to remember are username in all of those spaces. I better start. That's it. Hopefully, you wrote it down. about being a big sister. What's that, Cork? That's called a pop filter. You don't have to talk so close to it. The mic's on a special setting where you can just talk and I'll hear you. And you gotta go on. Yeah, I'm gonna put this all on my podcast. Do you like listening to podcasts? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Like which one? I see that. No, no one can see you. It's just audio. I can talk to you. Right, yeah, that's the whole point of this. They go on. They go on. No, you stay sitting right there where you are, though. 